like that. <laughs> Yo, you just sent me the wildest photo. Right? Yeah. What a good time. Uh, it is, it appears to be a zombie of some sort in a nightgown just puffing on a cigarette. Well, you know who that is, right? Um, is that... Figure it out. <laughs> He's from a favorite movie of ours. Is it? Yep, from our company. the only thing, like, right now, the only thing I'm seeing is, uh, oh, oh, what was it? Um, He's that, a very famous the husband. The old bitch in, in, in It Part 2. <laughs> no. It Part 2, there's that I old do. woman? Yeah, not that. Yeah, I know, it's not an A24 movie. I am thinking, I am racking my fucking... You are going to hurt yourself. When you can't right out. now, dude, <laughs> it's the biggest one we've seen them make in years. The it's one the... we think should have had an Oscar win. The one that we think should have had an Oscar win for the main actress. I hereditary. The one that got us on the map with a 24. Sorry, I should have. I got that. you on that one, though. You did. You did. Yeah, I got you on that one. though. You know, I watched that too late. It doesn't count. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this Francis McDermott? <laughs> like, dude, it's the it's the dad from X. It's the oh, husband. is it? Yeah. Are you sure? And it's just a cryptic text that has X at the top with October first <laughs> in that picture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That does not look like him. No, it for it took me a second. But that's a I mean, that is just I mean, if anything, it's just credence to how good that makeup job is. Right. Um, yeah. I wanted to send this to you because this is so not the vibe I thought Maxine was going for. And I can't imagine what else this would be. Uh, Maybe they have something else in the works, but I doubt it. Yeah, right. Because there's yeah. no way that Maxine can be like a zombie flick, right? Dude, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, right? <laughs> I don't know. He could just be really sick. Listeners, if you're fans of but... X and Pearl, like your your bears are. Go to the A24 Twitter page. X page. You have <laughs> got, you have got to let us know. If you think that Maxine should be a zombie movie, because I'm kind of here for it. He said it's going to be all of them are going to be different. And I would right. not put it past him. Yeah. 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 Is, do we have a, a date for Maxine? No. And I think that's what this is teasing. I think it's teasing. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they did. I got so they, hyped this they've morning. Been implying, they've been implying for a minute that next year's the year for Maxine. Yeah. Right? Which I think makes sense at this time of the year. Like, by oh, the time I'm, you get I would, now. I, yeah, I would be willing to yeah. bet that they had that filmed before the right the, the acting strike happened. Yeah. You know? Probably. Which, by the way, uh, did you see that the, the writing side is done? 
Yeah, shows are going to suffer, I think, but we'll get there. The shows are going to suffer. Do tell. Uh, the reports I've been reading are talking about how it probably is going to shorten the shows because it's going to be super expensive to keep all of them hired and have less shows. I don't think that I think that that's a very cynical way of, of putting it. If anything, I don't think that it's going to be shows are going to be shortened. It's going to be networks are going to be more picky as to which shows to pick up, which I think is a good thing. You, I'm we interested need, to see we how need to be more picky because like, who the fuck cares about the pink ladies? I hear you. I hear right? you. Like I who know. gives a shit? I know. I get it. We'll see how and, it plays and, out. I'm interested to now, see what. And now Paramount's also putting. Oh God, dude. I want to talk to you so much about this continental show. I watched the first episode last night. Right. I want to talk to you so bad about it, but I have to I rewatch can't. the second one. I know I we can't. can't. We can't do it. I'm trying so hard not to. <laughs> I know. But like, just so you know, I watched it and I want to talk to you about it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different vibe. Yeah. It is a completely different vibe, which yep. is interesting. Will be the yeah. word I'm going to use. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh. <laughs> Um, I will say this. I don't think that an hour and a half is the correct length for any TV episode. Not when it's specifically a TV made production. Right. I will give you that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Agree. Wrestling is fine. Wrestling can have two hour episodes. Yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah. a lot of commercials are fine. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. How are you doing uh, today, Vanilla Bear? Man, I was. I was dreading a little bit, to be honest. And then I got, saw that that tweet today, and I was very excited. That got my juices flowing real good. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's so gross. And I did not think zombie. But now you have me hoping for zombie. Yeah, dude, I'm here. Dude, zombie Superman. I want zombie Lily Collins so badly now. Dude, could you imagine, like... Because, like, I, I have a feeling that this is going to be, like, so steeped in, like, that late 80s, like, fashion era. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, that's what's, like, in my mind is that it's going to be, like, fashion-centric. And so, like, I'm just imagining, so. like, a sick-ass zombie scene in a runway. Oh, my God. Like, slow walking, like, they're modeling. Yeah. they haven't quite figured it out yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, having, man, like, like a, a half-turned human. <laughs> right. I'm so sexy. Like, how cool would that be? How funny would that be? Oh, oh. God. Oh, yeah. get like a funny one. Oh, I would I would do a, a funny like comedy horror if he Heck ended yeah. it on that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So many options. So excited. And, <laughs> how about and, you? How are you doing? Dude, your boy right here, the chocolate bear. If you don't know, you should know. It is Mundo. Uh I saw Saw X. You did. I went to see Saw X. How bad was it? It wasn't. No, really? It was actually pretty freaking good. Huh. I've never seen a Saw movie. And I just don't think I'm interested in the mutilation thing. Well, I'll tell you. Listen, Saw, I feel like, would be one of the few franchises that you could actually get into, Patrick. Because, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, awesome gore and blood. And and it isn't, like, horror, right? It isn't horror horror. It's just, like... You know, the word is torture porn, and it's very much that, right? Like tension. Yeah, but, but 
the storyline of Saw is very soap opera. Okay, all right. You know, there's like hilarious, like in one of the ones, maybe like Saw 4 or 5, there's a moment in it where they're like, John Kramer gave me this box and this key and they told me not to open it. And that box and that key doesn't come back for like two movies. Like, <laughs> like they have no idea what they're doing. They're like re-watching every movie every year being like, oh, how can we bring that person back? Oh, how can we bring this thing back? It's yeah. really dumb. And I love it. I love the software. <laughs> and this I'm sure one, one day I'll get into it. This one was actually good. All right, and, and I and I and I don't mean that as like a, it's good for a saw movie. It's just like a good movie. It was, it was really nice. I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And so I was gonna uh, call you to tell tell you about Saw X, uh, but I didn't because I was concerned that the conversation would just end up becoming about the creator, a movie that I think you hated. (laughs) Oh dude, don't even get me started. I felt like Christopher Nolan made this movie and I was so annoyed. I knew it. I knew it because, (laughs) because Patrick doesn't like horrible. Hey, hold on. Let me, let me put it out. Patrick doesn't like themes. He doesn't like having a deeper thought about a movie. He doesn't. He wants to put on a movie and it being Transformers with explosions everywhere, and he can no. turn off his brain and not think even a little bit. I have objective issues. I do, and they're okay. listed down, and we're going to talk about them. Okay, I have them. All right, I'm. I'm happy you do. I'm happy you do. Yeah. I'm happy you will. And just so you know, uh, I will actively explain to you why every one of them is wrong, as I do. Because you are wrong. Because this movie sure. was incredible. And you have a 50-50 on getting me to switch teams. So we'll see. Oh, I'm not trying to get you to switch teams. I knew you wouldn't like this. I knew yeah. you wouldn't like this. Because you don't like movies like this. You know? That's fair. Yeah. yeah, you just don't. You don't want to, to have like a mirror raised up against society. <laughs> you know? That you is not to true. be reminded <laughs> of the injustices <laughs> of the world. I get it. No, Who I just, that? I like movies that are written better. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. For a portion, right. like, for like, a portion, like, and we'll get like, into like it. Like Patrick's favorite movie, Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah, written better like that, huh? That is a different mood entirely. <laughs> I was going in for an epic sci-fi mood. That and is how, not the mood. We'll talk about it. It it could have been for me. It is. It was close. It is. It was close. It it is. No, it, it is close. close. It is. It expanded the entire world. It had parts moving in various microcosms of the planet. That is literally you. that is literally the definition of epic, Patrick. I I hear what you're saying. We'll talk about it. Tell the kids who we are, where they can find us. Yeah. Listen, Cub and Cubettes out there, if you enjoy these freakouts that I have, there's one way that you can support us. <laughs> and I that drive is... you crazy, and you love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I mean, what other reason would people have to listen to us other than, like, hear me scream at you? <laughs> You can easily reach out to us uh, at 
forestfilmclub22 at gmail.com. Send us in a movie that you would want us to review. We guarantee that we will shift around our calendar to make it happen. But the best way, the absolute best way that you can help us out is by just sharing us with your friends and family. We do a very wide range of movies, including recent releases such as The Creator uh, and Cassandro, which we also did. Uh, but we also do classic movies. We do an A24 series where every month we look at a different A24 movie, which is really great. You can also find us on the social medias at Forest Film Club. And of course, let's not forget WordPress. Opinions can be wrong. Our uh, blog that is specially curated by the Vanilla Bear. There's a lot of really fun writings uh, going on on that side of things. Got anything working yeah. for us right now, Vanilla? Well, so I told you, and unfortunately you can't read it. It's right. not the time for you. Uh, but I did post my Starfield review, and it has moments that reminded me of movies. It's why I thought it was important that it gets discussed. Sure. The storytelling yeah. aspect was my main focus. Um, the funny thing is, I was writing it, and I think you'll appreciate this. My negatives paragraph was way longer than I wanted it to be. And spoiler alert, still at the end, I said, I highly recommend playing it. <laughs> it yeah. didn't matter. Well, I think uh, that's like what people are realizing about Starfield in general yeah. Is that it isn't the perfect polished game that I think everybody was expecting and or wanted. Yeah. But, but dude, at one point I felt like Ellen Ripley. I'm like, this is but so, it's so cool. good regardless. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. If I can feel yeah. like Ellen Ripley in a video game, I'm sold. There's, no, there's nothing you can tell me that I would hate that. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. had to like, um, I had to take a break. I had to stop playing. That's I I kind of burnt out at at a hundred hours. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. That's so funny. That is like right where I'm at. Yeah, I was in New Game Plus, and I was like, I just can't do it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, late. I, maybe like, like right next where year. I'm at. I still haven't gotten. I don't even think I'm halfway through the storyline. I just, I have a. I just love surveying planets so much. <laughs> you oh, know. Yeah. See, that's yeah. That's very you. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about this before. I love like long, boring video games where I could just like walk for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told have I told you this before about what my favorite thing to do in the recent Zelda games is? No. No, you haven't, which I probably wouldn't have any context for because oh you know my, how no, 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 no. <laughs> You're gonna find this so dumb. <laughs> so my favorite thing to do in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom now, because I've beaten both the games, I've gotten everything that I like to do, right? But the only thing that sucks about these Zelda games is that they don't have a new game plus mode, right? Yeah. I really wish that they, that is like literally my one and only complaint about them. I think they might, they might pull that out for this newer one at some point. If they ever go back to like their, uh, like, traditional zelda games yeah. i have a feeling they will but yeah I, I understand they say that you they don't do that with these games because you can go back and redo everything with your powers anyways so like i understand that but like it's not the same right it's no just, yeah no um, yeah. but my favorite thing to do is i start I, I find the lower the lowest 
point on the map, the, the most southern word point on the map, and then I just walk or run to the most northern point on the map. Nice. That's my favorite thing to see do. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. See what happens. And I can do that for whole planets in Starfield. Patrick. Right? I know, right? <laughs> you can just go I forever. I can do that for whole fucking planets. You're never going to beat it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm never going to beat it. It's just not going to happen. So have you had to make the first big decision? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I made the first big decision. Um, I know I'm getting married. Oh yeah, see I kept I kept fudging up my relationships. Yeah, no man, me and me and Andrea are like I love her. I, yeah. I knew you'd love her. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. We love we love our we oh. love our brainwashed little mind freak. Oh, I love her. <laughs> yeah, we love her. So She's good. hot. <laughs> She's she doesn't judge you. Straight to the point. Yeah, very direct. I yeah. love it. Love her. No barrier. I told Sarah yeah. that she could stay on my ship forever, but we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was between the two of them as well. Yeah. They... <laughs> yeah Barrett yeah. had a moment and then he be, he became all comedy. And I was like, all right, you don't have any substance for me. Bye. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't even talk. I only talk to Barrett when I need to, dude. Yeah. I actually, dude, I think Walter is cool as shit. Yeah, Walter is cool. Like he doesn't seem like he would be, and then he takes you on one mission, and you're like, "This dude's baller. He knows what he knows what's up. <laughs> He's got some cash to burn, dude. His wife's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, they ended up being like really, really cool. Anyways, yeah. short review. Anyways, play Starfield, people. It's really yeah. fun. It's really fun and really cool. Uh, anything else that we want to talk about? No, I want to talk about this movie. Okay. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh listen, y'all. As always, you gotta have the preamble. Uh, I have some information on this movie that I think you're gonna find so fascinating and so weird. Okay. Do you know about the trailer controversy? No. No, because I never watched trailers. <laughs> Right, but you don't need to have watched the trailers <laughs> oh, okay. to know about the controversy behind the trailer. No. Because I didn't see the trailer either, but I know about okay. the So, our boy, uh, Gareth Edwards, is a director that has only worked on a few movies, but every movie that he's worked on has been at least some sort of uh, success, right? I mean, his first yeah. movie monsters his directorial debut is a 2010 british sci-fi movie made on a poultry budget of just half a million dollars it cranked in uh, uh, over four million dollars so i mean that's just a thumbs up right that's just a that's how you get attention too right like you're a director that's resourceful right and it's those kind of successes that gets a indie director pegged for a reboot yeah what better reboot for a monsters director to have than Godzilla? Yes, I did read that up on him. Yeah, right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he makes 2014's Godzilla. Uh, it's it's well received both by box office and critics. People enjoy that movie. I think it's fine. As a huge Godzilla fan, I think it's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, and then two years later. 
he is also the director of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The first of uh, so far two spinoff movies uh, for, of, of live action Star Wars continuity. Uh, both this like is that. about the plans, uh, uh, stealing the plans of the Death Star for the Rebellion and actually leads directly into uh, the original Star Wars movie, Episode 4, A New Hope. Uh, Rogue One, uh, and I am a huge Star Wars fan, as I'm sure people have caught on by now. Huge Star Wars fan. Oh yeah, Rogue One is my second favorite Star Wars movie. It's incredible. It's it's fantastic. It's amazing. <laughs> yep. Right. Agreed. And so a long time has passed since then. Yeah, it's been a bit. Right? Seven years has passed. And we get the creator coming out. Uh, and now... <laughs> The creator was inspired by so many different things. You get the you get the idea that this Gareth Edwards is just like the biggest nerd of all time, right? Oh God, easily. He right? loves world building. That's his yeah. jam. Like he and, would, I I swear he sits in there for eight hours in his office and just writes a million different possibilities to narrow them down over time. And he cites science fiction movies such as the blade runner akira uh, et as inspirations for this but he's also cited other movies as inspiration such as apocalypse now and rain man as inspirations for this movie so he's he's trying to it seems like he's trying to swoop them all into one cohesive unit which is something that all great directors do right like Quentin Tarantino once said that his like whole thing is that he wants to take the best parts of his favorite movies and make a new movie out of them. I think that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And so that's what we have here with the creator. The creator has a lot of shoes to fill especially here in 2023 because of dude being pushed back right now we don't have yeah a we talked about that movie coming out now we talked about that for sure all of sci-fi is resting on the creator <laughs> I right think that's that's that is not fair to it at all it isn't i'm gonna put that out there like that is not a fair thing to put on the creator a brand new ip original yeah. idea like that is not fair Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll tell you what else is it, it, it could or couldn't be fair to the creator is okay. this trailer controversy. Yeah. So July 17th of this year, the trailer for the creator finally comes out, right? This is a hugely anticipated movie. Uh. But Reddit has a way of ruining things. Ugh, brutal. Except this brutal time, sight. I feel like it was ruined for the right way. Okay. So a Reddit user uh, actually noticed something really weird about a part of the trailer. It seemed that buildings in this trailer 
the the seat of the trailer where um an explosion happens right okay. and you notice something really weird about the buildings itself in this trailer and so the ready user goes back and he starts to cross reference f- news footage of events that has happened IRL and he huh. seems to have noticed that certain buildings were an exact, exact copy of footage that was taken from actual news cameras of the Beirut uh, power plant explosion from 2020. Huh. An explosion that caused hundreds of deaths and thousands of casualties and injuries. Interesting. But this person had enough willpower to figure this out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just disrespectful. Like if they oh, absolutely. It, yeah. And but I, I, I'm sure that they questioned, they had no way thought someone would notice that. Well, so Edwards was uh, was asked about it, mm-hmm. right? And he said, and, you know, obviously we can believe him, we cannot believe it. I kind of believe him because he's not involved at that level of the film, right? He's not there oh. micromanaging the trailers, And so what he says had happened was that, you know, whenever you do big movies like this with big CGI explosions in them and shit, what you tend to do is you tend to use footage from real life as inspiration for it. So what you'll do is you'll take the explosion in real life, put it in your movie and then see how you can blend your movie to look as close to real life as possible. Yes. Right. Yep. And so he just says that whoever was putting together, together the trailer, like simply like forgot to just take out the, <laughs> the building. He should, you know what he should have said? He should have said our footage was so good. They couldn't even tell the difference. Honestly, huh? it's so good. <laughs> and that is the best thing for me about this movie. Like, full stop on that is that everything in this movie I could see happening in 30 years. This feels so realistic and terrifying the whole time. It, it it should be noted that he he has stated that the that that shot that they're specifically talking about in the trailer is not in the movie. Yeah, right. Mm. Which is wild. I just love it. I love that. He he should have went with the joke though. He should have gone with the bit and like yeah, mine was just it wasn't it, mine was just so good they didn't know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Of course, this movie comes out in an absolutely stacked week. A lot going on in October. Yeah, I mean, with it is Saw Patrol. I'm counting it as October because it's kind of blending in. So we got Saw Patrol going on, Saw X and Saw Saw Patrol Patrol in the theaters, and of course, (laughs) uh, the acting strike still going on. So 
you know, none of the actors can be out there promoting this movie. This is why Dune was pushed back until what March or something of next year. Yeah. Um, with the hope that the that the acting strike will be over and that way these people can promote the movie. Um, and I will say that our director, Gareth Edwards, did support, uh, he did vocally and publicly support uh, the acting strike, uh, even though, you know, we all know that it's going to damage this movie's box office by not having the actors go out and, and actually promote the movie. Uh, even though Patrick believes in slave labor, I do not, right? So I've have, never said that, but no, we can keep going. You imply it a lot. You imply it no, a lot. No. no. <laughs> Patrick believes the South will rise again. <laughs> I believe in good writers having jobs, not these shitty CW writers, but we can move on. <laughs> Patrick doesn't even know what he's talking about. We'll like, move along. It's fine. Like, we'll move along. Like <laughs> This is what I'm saying, Patrick. If they're more selective about their movie, about their TV shows, then less shitty TV shows will be made. And I hope that's the case. That's a good thing. I sure hope so. Right. Patrick has no idea what he's talking about. I'm pessimistic about it. That's all. Yeah. 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 I need to see it. He believes that people should have to prove themselves before getting paid. That's crazy. You have to be good (laughs) at stuff before you're paid. Whoa. Yeah, and they have been because they are, right? Like <laughs> you don't just you don't just accident I mean, I guess you can if you're nepotism higher, but you don't just stumble into the writers union, you idiot. <laughs> uh what did this movie also brought to uh clarity for me about like do you know the budget of this movie, Vanilla Bear? I, I did. I did get told it was something like eighty million dollars. I can't believe it. There's like, how did they do it? This is like, <laughs> how did they do it? Remember? <laughs> do you remember uh, Ant Man and the Wasp? Quantum. Oh my god, man! That budget was insane. <laughs> it was. It was. It was insanity. And like right? I'm looking at this movie, I'm like, this has to be at least, you know, the 150 that Barbie was, right? Right. Minimum, because Barbie wasn't like, I, was more like set pieces. So like, it was very expensive to get those set pieces made, right? Right. Uh, this was CGI. I'm like, there's no way you're getting below Barbie to make this movie, and I was very wrong by about half. <laughs> Dude, these. Marvel movies and TV shows that they are producing are reaching Stupid. over two hundred million dollars. Stupid! <laughs> That's so dumb. Pile of absolute monkey piss. Secret Invasion. Oh, cost oh. Oh. four times this much to make. That is so stupid. <laughs> For a TV show that's six episodes long. (laughs) Come on. This movie just tells me that, you know, the the problem isn't so much that, you know, I mean, obviously it is all this money and overwork that the, um, that the special effects community is 
big force to have. But like whenever you have a director that is hands on and actually gives a fuck and cares about the way that these special effects scenes look, then, oh my God, Patrick, guess what? You got a movie that actually looks great. Dude, I got, I, I, I just, I already said, like, I, I could see these things happening. <clears throat> this could happen one day. The, the way the, and the AI moved, everything was fluid. It looked human. But it clearly wasn't. That's the point. Like <laughs> all of it was there. I was. Uh, I was very impressed. I was. I was. Um, I was waiting for what's her name to to pop up in it. <laughs> Who? Um. What is it? Ex Machina. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what would happen if you had a a three way fight between <laughs> Ken Watanabe in this movie? Uh, ex machina woman and Will and, Smith, and uh, no, <laughs> uh, what is it? Oh, sure, why not? Let's throw Sunny yeah, in throw there. Yeah, robot. why not? Yeah, <laughs> and I was, I was thinking it. And who? And Megan. Oh yeah, the three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like in a in a in a battle royal setting, oh, which God, one dude. of these robots would come out on top? Oh, Megan would lose. I don't know, dude. Megan seems the most like actually capable. Her with like a Gatling gun, though, she'd be pretty terrifying. Right. I'll give it to you. Yeah, if she got a hold of some robot tech. What's her oh, name boy. from from uh, Ex Machina would easily be the first one out. Uh, I think she'd last a bit. I think she'd try and infiltrate. It, it isn't about infiltrate. It's about killing each other. Sure, sure. I got yeah. it. We're past that then. Okay, I got you now. Okay. Yeah, we're past infiltrate. We're in battle stage. Like a, okay. Yeah, this is a battle I'm whole movie now. setting. An arena. Yeah. Okay. Imagine Hunger Games. But oh, get some, get some Akita in there. Get some yeah. Battle Angel. Oh, man. Right. This could be a cool... Yeah. I hear you now. I'm getting there. Yeah. Maybe we should do that as like a, a special episode. The, I like this idea. The robot yeah. battle royal. Big fan. Like the Big actor one. I'm sold. Right. Yeah. Gavin would love that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. The uh, Vanilla, this movie debuted on September 26th. 2023 and then released to the greater united states three days later on the 29th um let's just get into it so this movie yeah. is starring uh john david washington a i always find it so funny that he's a former um football player he is <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. Who did he play for? That doesn't matter. We're talking about the. No, no, no. A minor. <laughs> it's a minor league. Thing. Oh, okay. All right. Right. United. The gotcha. United uh, football as the Sacramento Lions. Oh, uh, United. Uh, yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I of course first came into him. I'm sure with as as most people did. Uh, my first experience with him was Black Klansman. Gotcha. Never saw that one. Yeah, a movie that 
while he's the lead is probably uh the least impressive performance in that movie his performance is pretty flat i feel um mm-hmm. i know you hate him but adam driver's really great in that movie you know i find him as a solid actor i just hate when they put him in roles that he's supposed to be sexy yeah this is doesn't one work of those. yeah good I, this I'd isn't watch one it. of those yeah 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 he's yeah. a great actor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh this also has appearances by Gemma Chan in it, who is just one of the most beautiful Asian women on the planet. That's facts. Right. Yeah. Just Yep, you're spitting facts. <laughs> it just is what it is. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this cast this is a, like this movie's so interesting to me because I feel like this could have been a movie where you could have had like an absolute all star cast in it and they just decided not to. Well, there was one that really threw me for a loop and it took me a minute to figure out who it was. Is it Ken Watanabe? No, it was Al's and Janney. Oh, she was yeah, so different. That was wild that she was just what a weird actor to get. For yeah. That. And she was great. I, I liked her in it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel great. like, yeah. She but, definitely played a character against type from her. Yeah. And re- really good stuff uh, all around. I mean, I felt like this movie was really well performed just in general. Um, I am so interested to hear about your complaints about this movie. Sure. Yeah. Happy to give them to you. Yeah, because you know, oh, I am. So far, the two to- the two talking points you seem to enjoy it. This I have a point to make near the end. What I wish was wish what I wish it was. Okay, we'll, we'll so talk is this about a, is end. this one of those things where you're angry at a movie for being something that you wanted it to be? Not necessarily. I just think there was opportunities. So that's what, yes, that is what that is. There it, there were things that were cut short and I wish they were. Let's just put it that way. Sure, 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 yeah. sure. So the year is 2050. And imagine, if you will, that we have finally solved AI. Okay. And not only have we solved it, but we have given it a human face. Something that I must remind people we must never do. Dude, we've been doing that forever with face swap. I don't. And that's why I so didn't say up. we do it. I'm saying it's out there. Right? People do that. I mean, I have been saying for that's a on long ass time, just in general, that people that use face ID to lock their phone are idiots. I mean, there's not a lot of choices anymore, but... Yes, there is. You can use a passcode that you know. It's that easy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Because I could have bought your phone, Patrick, if I needed to without without you being there. All I need is a picture of your dumb face. Eh, not really. No, not eh. Not eh. I tried it. Yes. It doesn't work. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, dude, it so works. I know, I know, because I know somebody that unlocked their partner's phone that way. 
you know what? I don't want to know why, but off screen, I do want to know why. Ooh. <laughs> right. So, yes, it does yeah, work, yeah. Patrick. It fair, is fair. It's so dumb. Face ID is so stupid. I don't know what to tell you, man. We're not here to talk about face ID. We're here to talk about a movie. Face ID is so stupid because now, Patrick, what happens if we put your face on a robot and it wants to get into your phone? Cubs, enjoy this rant. That was a good one. Okay. That was only a minor one. We have more to come. Don't worry. An AI beastly monster unlocking your phone? Man, I'm just getting started. You're going to be. On so many rants during, oh, I'm so excited for your rants. <laughs> your face is gonna be freaking cherry red. This by the is time my. We're done. This is might be like one of those things that I just like give out about like how upset I am about like almost all of the technological advancements in the, like the last twenty years. You know what I mean? Oh, this movie hits them. It certainly does. So it makes you. Point. So imagine, Patrick, you're dead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm dead. <laughs> and a robot wants to unlock your phone. Well, Steve would miss me. He'd want me. No, he'd re- he replaced you with a robot. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's still me. That's yeah, the question, like right? The ship of Theseus, <laughs> but of people, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Patrick in his robot body and his Patrick face decides to detonate a nuclear warhead. <laughs> that is LA. very me, by the way. I would yeah. do that. I would absolutely do that. He <laughs> loves chaos. I love it. <laughs> and what bigger chaotic attack than a nuclear bomb going off in LA? So, okay. I need to pause you for a second. We started watching the morning show. Right on Apple, sure. And I was sold after like the second episode. I was like, "Oh, this is this is a ball and show. I'm in." Like the, this drama is solid. Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston together deserve all the Emmy wins. But <laughs> the third episode's name, the title of it is "Chaos is the New Cocaine," and I was like, "Done. This is like the new show that I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm done." You wouldn't- even had to see any of the episodes you would have just needed to read that title and you would have been in but the dude that says it is an entirely chaotic character like anytime there's a meeting like the last episode there's a meeting that this guy plans for him he goes oh who is it with oh don't worry about it i like surprises (laughs) it's like oh my god you're the best he just just loves it yeah oh he loves it he stirs the pot (laughs) yeah so because of this uh, nuclear warhead going off in, in L.A., you know, hundreds of thousands of people d- dead, misplaced. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brutal, man. What a yeah, shot, you, too. I mean, d- oh. what worse city could have a nuclear bomb go off in it? It's like that in New York. Those are the two. Yeah, right? Like, those are the two cities. Yeah. It's like, what, I guess, what, that in Chicago? I, those are the three you can't even put chicago <laughs> even close to them right like that's true yeah population's not as dense not just population i also mean by like cultural impact right like oh don't tell don't let chicago people hear that They're yeah well get they can have their weird ass hot dogs and delicious <laughs> pizza okay <laughs> it's just a hot dog with every possible thing you can imagine on it that's all it yeah. is 
<laughs> or let me ask you, are you a relish guy? No. Okay. okay. It's weird. <laughs> Not a fan. No. Um, and since then, we have a, a new country. <laughs> Is New Asia yeah. a country? They don't really say it. I would call it a territory. Yeah. Is that fair? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't really was, like, specify. Kind of but... thought about it as like, um, like NATO, but in Asia. Sure. Yeah. Is like how I was kind of like thinking about it. Sure. Now, this new Asia place is very friendly towards AI, presumably because they didn't bomb their fucking cities. Yeah. Right. But they get along, right? Like it does a good job of showing them working with each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I love this um this quick clip of a like United States general speaking at the UN, I think. And it's almost filmed like footage from like the 80s, like it's so grainy, the footage is. And he's just saying, like, we're not at war with Asia, we're at war with AI. And we will yeah. not stop until they're all destroyed because that is the way that we survive this shit, right? It's a, it's the, you know, it's kind of the, the thoughtful question that's posed to you immediately yeah. as the viewer of, you know, do you feel the same? And I think you do. <laughs> I think you do feel like AI is the worst possible thing that ever existed. Yeah, um, I feel like yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in so, the middle still. I'm so Terminator pilled, dude. Like, oh yeah, I've seen Terminator two yeah. way too many times to believe that it could end up good, right? Like, I think my my thing comes in at like, and I think this movie also addresses this question of the power also is in the holder of the technology, right? Like, you can choose to do bad or you can choose to do good. Yes. And that was something that I was because I went into this. I you're right. I do have that opinion. So like one of the things that while I was watching this was like, can this movie change my mind? Yeah, because I do feel that like I legitimately doubted my soul do feel that way, that AI is the worst thing that could possibly happen to mankind. It's not great. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, like, can this movie change something in me that I think is so true. Yeah. It's such a real threat. Right? Yep. So we switch more to our actual story now, our micro story. We know what the macro story is now. The macro story is United States versus AI. AI being housed in New Asia, so in order to take out the AI, we have to be doing, like, covert Black Ops missions, right? Which was real cool. Yeah, real (laughs) cool, uh, but does not... It appears at all to actually be a war against Asia. Like, why is Asia so cool with this? Well, it's that, and there is no way that would work. Technology will scope you out, you dummies. That well, is how technology works. Well, yes and no, because it seems like it seems like one where these AIs are being created, like they're like running with the bare minimum essentials. Right. Yeah. And 
the other side of it, which is so wild to me while I was watching it, is that the AI is not appearing to fight back. Sure, yeah. they will stand their ground and protect the area of which they are in, but they are not fighting back. They are they aren't invading the United States. They aren't invading the Allies. They're not even exactly to to your point. They're not even like trying to think. Okay, where might the U.S. strike next? And let's yeah. try to meet them there and have a full pitch battle. Right. Right. I think that's very yeah. fascinating. And it might, maybe it's one of those things that they don't, you know, if, if you're the robots themselves, maybe you don't think you have all that technology you need, right? You, you've lost all the things you actually need to be able to compete. Well, and so and, they're the lesser kind at this point. And it appears that, I mean, so long as you save their like head chip or something that they could just be like rebooted. Yeah. Dude. And how cool is that freaking ship they have? that we saw later in the movie that had like a whole ass fucking hole in his chest. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> and he was like, this is just fine. <laughs> yeah, man. That when it, when they're going through that first area and that ship starts hovering over, I was like, so, what yeah. a cool ass design. You want to <laughs> talk about the nomad, the USS nomad. Yeah. Talk about it. That thing. That's one of the coolest ships I think I've ever seen in a movie. It's right, like so we, daunting. Can we just talk about how like all the vehicles in this movie are awesome? Awesome. All of them. They are so original, but they like they, they have this thing that feels nostalgic. Like you recognize it from somewhere and it, you feel very connected to them. Well, that's the Star Wars influence on this, right? Yeah. Like oh, in yeah. the original Star Wars, it's what you know the first time a vast amount of the audience is seeing starships in the way that they're presented in star Wars, but you immediately know the meaning of them. you right. The first yeah. star Wars begins with uh, a, a super star destroyer coming in from the top of the screen and chasing a tiny little Corvette. That's like barely ahead of it. And it just gives you the scope of like, Oh, this star destroyer is impenetrable like you cannot yeah. break this thing down and whoever is in charge of that thing like is the man yeah and like that's that's it the nomad immediately gives you that feeling yeah. it, it might send some others down but sure kill those but good luck right because that the blue because it opens up with it scanning right and i'm going yeah, and oh okay scanning the scanning for life is so ominous yeah, and then eventually they finally are like, oh, there's AI down there. Kablamo! <laughs> I was like, oh, shit! This old okay. bomb! <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, I got it. You're scary. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, we yeah. get our first invasion with the NOMAD, uh, which stands for the North American Orbital Mobile Aerospace Defense. That's a terrifying name, too. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the okay. So do they come up with the acronym first and then make the words fit it? Or Ooh. do they have all these words and make the make it into the nomad? I think they made a bunch of names on a board 
and saw what was coolest with acronyms. <laughs> I think that's what they had to do because that name is super technical, and I don't know if you gave me those five letters, I'd land on that. <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> that's me. Maybe they. Maybe he. That's the first thing he did. Maybe that's the first thing his idea was, and he was like, "We're building it off of this starship." <laughs> <laughs> we get uh, our boy. Uh, Joshua Taylor, which I was like, that is just like, uh, you know what, dude, if you have a sci-fi epic such as this, you need a protagonist that has the blandest sounding name ever. <laughs> right. Think of, sure. think of dude with Paul. Oh, yeah. Paul. Think of Such a weak name. Star Wars with <laughs> you know, Luke. Yeah. Right. Even, even what's his name from Wheel of Time? Rand. Right, Miranda. just like the most balling the new season, boring names. This dude's name is Josh. <laughs> yeah, cool. But they're always quick, right? They're yeah. quick names so that they can really like they it, it fits well into the dialogue. Well, and it's easily rememberable. Yeah. Right? Yep. We find that Josh is married to this woman named Maya. Uh, and he's undercover for something, you know. I think this movie does a pretty good job at keeping you in the dark for a lot of things, even though I think mm-hmm. a lot of the things that they want to be twists are Dude. pretty evident. To be Let, okay, I'm gonna start here. Okay, right. I'm gonna start right here, and you're gonna yeah. get a rant from me. Hit it. They're twists. None of them were twists. It all sucked. I was so mad. Because he never really reacts. So I'm like, does he know this? And he just lets this happen? Or is it supposed to be a twist and he just doesn't know how to react to it? Like, so what do you the mean by this? I meet stuck. the wife. Because like, because like to me, this was a this was an example of like you don't need a complex story to tell a really great story. You right? know, I usually agree with you on that. Like, this is, like, there's nothing wrong with having something that's predictable so long as it's done so that in a way that pushes the story along in a in a reasonable and realistic manner, which is what I mm-hmm. thought all these twists were. There wasn't a single twist where I was, like, mind blown, but every single one I thought got us to the next part of the story that needed to get to. The one I struggled with the most uh, was the the wife to be completely honest. Like, I don't think you had enough screen time with the wife in the beginning to build that relationship with her. So when all that stuff comes out, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I was just like bored by it. I was like, yeah, duh. Like, what did you think this was? So like, that's, and that's kind of like the cross point, right? Because, because more time with the wife at the beginning of the movie, while it would endear us more to her emotionally, what all could you really put there that wouldn't blatantly give it away even more so <laughs> that that she's the Nermada, which is what they call the creator, the Nermada, the Nermada right? I hear you. Um, yeah. So here's here's where I think here's what I think should have happened. Yay! Patrick's gonna fix the storyline. It's not that I'm fixing the storyline. It's that I believe that out there, he has a three and a half to four hour version of this movie. Oh, I'm sure. Right. Why make, why not make this a two part epic? You already have it. 
Like, keep those little scenes in there. Because you can't do that, Patrick. Like, you have to be reasonable with the filmmaker. Like, you could do that with Dude because it's a a known IP. Like, this is not. Yeah. You can't trust the audience will will go for this. That's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. Fair point. You just can't. So you have to. Fair point. Well, you're right. Like, it does feel like a lot of it's just, like, crammed in and rushed in and, like, us, the yeah. audience, we just kind of have to take it all at face value, right? Like, I agree that that isn't, like, a great way of, of doing this story. Once again, I yeah. think I just think that the story is good enough that it doesn't need all of these twists and turns. But them being in there just don't, seems to the dish a little bit. Don't treat them like that, then. I feel like they're, they were, like, half in the bag on whether it's a twist or not. I don't know. So, so here's the, here's the other question, right? Right. Here's the other question that, that I have, Uh right? Uh, What do I always say about twists? I know, I know, I know. Are like that, but like, that's my point. Like, are these twists or are these just new information? That's my problem. I don't know. And that's my confusion. And, And if I am experiencing this story with this Joshua Taylor, that Joshua Taylor's reactions should be equal to mine. And whenever he's on screen, he's just like, okay, my wife was the Nirvana the whole time. That's fine. That's yeah, how like, I what? feel about it then. Right? Like, I'm just like, okay, that's fine then. <laughs> right? But I'm sitting there going, you're not a little bit like, oh, shit. Nope. <laughs> nothing? You got nothing. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Right. <laughs> If if he wa- if they wanted it to be a a huge revelation, then he needed to treat it as a huge revelation. And I think that's what they were trying. That's my thing. I think they were treating it that way. I don't. I, I don't. See, I, I don't I know. Don't, and I don't know how you could. Well, I get your point. From his eyes, it's not. It's just a weird thing. No, not... no, no, Patrick, Patrick. I think you're, I think you're miss, I think you're mishearing me. I'm actually saying that I'm on your side. Oh, I'm okay. I'm with if you. If they wanted these to be big twists and big revelations, then yeah. they needed to have Joshua react to them as if right. they were. Okay. But okay. Gotcha. since he doesn't, we are experiencing the movie through his eyes. Yeah. And so since he does it, we like don't have that yeah. big, huge reaction to it, right? It's the same thing with the kid. No, I will say this. It's, it's I ugh. will say this. Uh I went to see this with uh my mom and my brother. Mm-hmm. My mom was blown away by these twists. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think we've just seen too many movies. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just point. so, yeah. I mean, it was very generic. I kind of, I kind of have this like joke that I say every now and then whenever we're explaining these big twists that I feel like are underplayed, where yeah. I'm like, if you've ever seen any movie ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's kind of how I felt with these twists was like, oh, if you've ever seen any movie that had a twist in it, you'd be able to figure this out. Now, I, don't think that ruins my enjoyment of this movie at all. 
Okay. Because I don't feel like this movie needed those twists. The story in this movie is already good enough without it. It's just it seasons the dish a little bit. It adds in just a little spice. It extends the playtime. It extends our character interactions. That's why I don't mind it. That's why I I don't I, I like it. I think that I think I fall on the other side of you because I think they wanted it to hit like that. Yeah. And that makes me hope that makes me wish they just didn't put it in there. Yeah. And they just went with it. And because if they had done that and it was a straight story, I think it would have fixed it for me. That's the problem between us too, is I do. Yeah. I still think it's a straight story. Yeah. I still yeah. think it's a straight. I don't. Well, think yeah. That... Cause it's obvious. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. why I, yeah, I hear you. I do. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we both agree that, the and really that's kind of almost my only complaint about it and i once again i hate to call it a complaint because i don't mind i'm not the right. kind of person that that needs my characters to be like that but if the movie wants me to think that joshua thinks it's a big deal he needs to be more active in it <laughs> right yeah i hear you you know <laughs> yeah. um, i kind of wish that there was even like a throwaway line where Josh, Josh was just like, yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah, that that would have helped. You know, like yeah. honestly, that's all it would have needed, uh, because that's kind of like the vibe I got. But movies don't work off of vibes, right? It could have been something like, I I still loved you all this time. Like I yeah. knew, but I kept it to myself, kind of deal, yeah. right? And I was trying to protect you the entire time, right? Right. Yeah, it's like only... that would have meant so much in that and, moment. And dude, like, God dang it. I wish that I had gotten off work uh earlier last night because I wanted to see this again because I wanted to see if it's there subtextually in the movie. Yeah. That that a second viewing of the movie would allow you to be like, oh yeah, he totally knew the whole time. You know what? I wonder now that now you have me thinking. I wonder if it's when he sees the tattoo image for the second time. Well, that's what that's what yeah. got me thinking. It. Okay, right. The kid drawing. I still don't that. think that's enough, but it's enough to build a small bridge. Right, because like <laughs> as very, a movie viewer, very small. You're just kind of like okay, like clearly the kids from her because there's no other reason why he would be she would be drawing that right. image. Right. Right. It's well, it's basically what uh, a lot of like YA fantasy stuff does, right? Like the yeah. Mortal Instruments books that I read. Yeah. She starts drawing the one image and she's like, oh, they're remembering again. Like, you know, like it's a trope, it's a thing that they do. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm, Though we agree on the on the aspect of the twist, we are landed yeah. firmly on opposite sides. Yes, of whether it works or that's doesn't. okay. Yeah, that's I okay. say it works. Yeah, uh, because the story is good enough past that. Yes, fair now, enough. The, there's this early on strike where we are led to believe that. Did you think that at first Maya was a robot? I did. I did. And then when they finally show you what the robots look like, I was like, okay, never mind. I was very wrong. That is right. not the vibe. That's not, they weren't going for full realistic. Got it. Okay. Yep. 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 But I did. I thought maybe that like 
tattoo on her back was maybe the mark of what place she came from or something. Yeah, I thought that he was going to take off, like, he was going to, like, pull yeah. her hair and it would, like, reveal it to be a wig is what I thought would happen. Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought, and then I thought, oh, that's the whole thing is that uh, they're having the first child that is human parented, but dude, in a robot. That'd be so cool. What a cool movie that would have been. I know. And honestly, kind of disappointed. <laughs> that's not the direction it ended up going. I know. I thought the same thing. I, I really did. I was like, oh, this sounds cool. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know what? And, I get and, it. And then, obviously, because I had that thought in my mind already, whatever yeah. later on in the movie, whatever they're like, oh, she used her own embryo scans for to, to you know, base this new AI into. I was like, yeah, no shit. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's We don't have to get into that argument again. Let's keep going. <laughs> they get separated is the important part here and he thinks yeah. his wife dies yes or so we think right right uh two very big time jumps in the beginning of this movie <laughs> uh so i'm gonna hit you right away because if i say it now i don't have to say it for the remainder of this because i hate to repeat myself a billion times yeah some of the transitions in this movie were really bad like Why? he gets himself out of some sticky situations and you never see it he's just like in a new place you're like how did okay i'm gonna go that's, with it you know what dude <laughs> what's so wild is that that's just how movies move in 2023 i'm, I'm not a fan of it dude, i don't think i like you're, it but you have no problem with john wick doing the same thing it's full action like I don't no, it think is, the story dude, like, is the how focus did he go, there. How did he go from from like from like Rome in Italy to New York with no problems? Like, oh, I how totally did he go then from there. New York back to Europe and like no issue? And like movies just do this now, right? I think the difference is because it's a full action movie. I have less of an expectation on story. Yeah, right? I don't. Oh, see, I do. I don't know. I, don't, I, I it, yeah, it, I get it. I know you don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I just see, you know, I just see it as like, as like, it is what it is. That's how movies move in, in, in the modern era. And that's right? so interesting to me because that's where the subjective part of movies come in. Right. Like for me, different genres can be different things. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. And everyone's a little different on that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Whereas okay. I, I tend to judge movies the same across the board. Yeah, right? I think that's hard to do. I I don't they're so well, different. So like so like that's the thing. Like you have to be able to judge it across the board and then also be able to say, okay, that's exceptional for this kind of movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I get you. Yeah. Whereas against uh, any other movie, it might not be so good. Right. Um yeah. I I get you. I totally hear your annoyance with that, but that is an annoyance I just have with movies. Yeah. And you maybe know? it's just that they're trying, they're not getting the full opportunities. They need to get as much as they can into the time they have. I just, just see it. I just see it as needing to move the story along and I have no problem yeah. with it. Fair. You know, we have to get from yep. point A to point B 
in in my in my head, I just think like, okay, the way to get there is just mini versions of the things we've already seen. Yeah. Right. And with that, things just move along. Yeah. Um, I also hate, and I'm just gonna say this in general. I hate movies like that are just like, you know, he's in the United States at home and they come out of nowhere and they're like, oh, we're leaving for Asia at six in the morning. Right. It's like, what? <laughs> they like, the do what they very want. Next they're, the military. Scene, they're in Asia. Yeah. You know, and it's. I hear you. I know. You know, and this is. And I'm the time and, guy. But so my thing is when I when I want to watch a wide scoping sci-fi movie, I want sure. those moments. I want to see them going over the land and seeing the world building on its way to that new Asia, right? Flying over the mountains and stuff like that. Like I want all that. That's the stuff that fills in those gaps for me and tells me the the world building outside of the dialogue. But it lets me form that opinion. And you didn't think you got that? Oh, no, I certainly did once they finally got to where they were. But I like those. And it really started from 2001 Space Odyssey. I really like those moments where they just let you fall in love with the beauty of the movie for a minute in quiet so, with some so, music. So there's a moment in this movie right here whenever Joshua is heading over to Asia with his little treatment. Um, this is whenever we have our girl Allison Janius Howell, the commander here, and mm -hmm. she gives a little story about like why she's fighting the good fight. Both of her sons were killed uh, in this war. One of them was even trying to help an AI, but was betrayed by the AI uh, yeah. in, in an ambush attack. Right. So would you have rather instead of that conversation happening, right? Instead of that conversation, what we what we would get is like more footage in in this farming village with the robots and the people living harmoniously and then showing from the farmer's perspective that they're like living harmoniously. And then out of nowhere, these Americans come in and start fucking everything up. Probably. I think it would have created tension for me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I think I think that would have been preferable, but it also helps build her character up and made me enjoy her character. So it's a hard give and take, and I see where the give and take comes in. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it's, you. Listen, I think that you're right. There's got to be like a you know three hour version of this movie that's got to be released on like home video or something. Yeah, and like, it's got to have all the stuff that I want. I know right. it's got to be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this has to it. be one of the few movies that actually benefits from that director's yep. cut. And you know I'll watch it. I'm waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so they land uh and this is so this is one of my maybe my favorite part of the movie cuz I feel like we get the whole movie in one sentence in this scene right here. Okay. Where we have the farmers all being huddled up by the U.S. military, and one of the uh, soldiers uh, from America is asking 
uh, the farmers, like why they work with the AI, why aren't people good enough? Right. right. And the woman says, because AI has more heart than humanity. That's said a lot throughout this film. And that is the message of this movie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In one sentence, we immediately understand why Asia is okay with AI. And I think that that may be the best part of this movie because we get something succinct, clear, and immediately in front of us. Well, it makes you, too, like if you really get into these types of stories, it makes you take the factory design of a robot and throw it out of your, your mind entirely. Yeah. That's no longer a factor. Like they have hearts, they beat, they have feelings, they tell you what they think. At one, I mean, there's a part later where you see tears. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. That These weird. things can do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Well, and even before that line, before that line, you know, we have a, a brief little scene of Joshua trying to excavate some of the rubble uh, from the that nuclear bomb attack in L.A. And he's with his uh, a helper of his and they pull this robot out and this robot just starts freaking out. I got to help this family, trying to help this family. Let me pull this yeah. family out of the car. And it freaks the woman out. Oh yeah, she she's like, oh my god, it's real. It it's it's a real life. Blah, blah, blah. However yeah. she says it, but yeah. it was it was powerful. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know me. I'm on Josh's side. You know, I'm like, yeah, That's yeah. Real. No, that kill is it. Real. It isn't a person. <laughs> kill it. But it's also one of those lines where you hear it and you're like, oh, this is coming back. Yeah, this is gonna come back. But and I just thought that it was a yeah. That was a very. Like I said, maybe my favorite because it's a line that is constantly proven throughout the movie from here on. Yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, they find this secret bunker and they're able to get in there uh, while Joshua is discovering what this great secret weapon of this this Alpha O, as they're calling it this amazing weapon if if nirmata can finish this weapon then america's fucked right yeah he finds the weapon well most of the rest of his team are absolutely slaughtered yeah it's brutal <laughs> it's brutal man this movie does not hold back on that no, i appreciate it's very, that it's very graphic yeah uh and it's a, it's a child robot. Something yeah, interesting man. in many ways. The most is that there are no other child robots. It's the first one. Right? But you'd think, I wonder why, right? Like, why would they never want to create a child <laughs> robot for their own purposes? I could only think of one type of person that wants a child robot. I'm saying for like military tactics. And I'm saying that it's a Catholic priest. Well, I mean, <laughs> an AI Catholic priest. <laughs> Give me that's that the, sweet young that's AI. That's the Catholic priest section of the robot story. You know what I mean? Oh my God. That's the next movie. It's Spotlight, <laughs> but with AI. <laughs> 
God. No. Uh, Terrible. And, you know, that's like the thing, because if this was a regular humanoid robot, this thing would have been dead yesterday. By, by Oh, he would have killed it right away, yeah. But because it's a child, and he's somebody without child that should have child. Yeah. And that should have a child about this same age. Convenient, right? It's one. It's another one of those things where you're like, oh, come on, Josh, figure it out. Right! <laughs> Get on it, man. Come on, you dumbass! <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Uh, they're able to escape the the this little warehouse and they go into a little shop eventually stealing a truck uh, but not after we find out that this little kid robot who uh Joshua starts calling Elfie uh, can Jedi mind trick machines it was cool for a bit Cool for a bit. It was cool for a bit. When did it stop being cool? Uh, about two thirds in the movie when that was the only way they got out of any situation. That's called a climax. Vanilla. That's just yeah. how movies work. I just felt like they relied on it a lot. Yeah, that's the yes. <laughs> Too much. That's all I'm saying. They had they what had a cool to do with that, but cool rely on angle. It. I'm just saying they had a cool spy angle going and they just forgot it. They were just like, we're done. We have this thing that can do weird magic. The most wildly powerful and useful being that ever existed. But we're not going to use it. We're going to figure out other things to do. Other Dude, if they didn't, you would be complaining that they didn't use it enough. I just think it was too much. That's all. It felt like every time and they got to a new place so i was like oh they're coming to get us and then he'd use this little thing and then it would stop and they'd go to the next place and then they'd find him again and then he'd use it again and they'd find the next place like it just felt like dude he figured it like, out very fast that's, that's all i'm saying i understand i've understood and have partially agreed with you at every point you brought up so far that is by far yeah. the dumbest yet fair you can say that i yeah. still it yeah. just felt there was their because, way to solve because every problem. I know that if they didn't use it that much, you would be complaining the other way. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, we'll never, we'll never because know it's now. a good idea to use it. Like we'll this is know. what I mean by like having characters that be- that react and, and and do things in believable ways. You have the most the the most powerful thing ever on the planet right now of course you're going to use it mm-hmm. did not use it would be the dumbest shit that you could possibly do there there right sure yeah now the thing that that i think is is clear from the get go here is that we have a character this elfie uh that can't use the power like as specifically as i think that they would want it to Right. We learn later on that the power will only grow as the machine gets older. It's very Star Wars Jedi Padawan. For me. I mean, there's a moment in here where I was like, oh, this is just like the Mandalorian again. And it's powered on love, essentially. Right. Yeah. It's powered on sheer will. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It has a little has a little meter on the side of its head that has a heart with 
little yeah her little head thing spins faster yeah it can only (laughs) have it if the heart's all red yeah you know Uh oh we go back to this is one of the parts that both you and i are talking about where it's just like okay like this is supposed to be one of the most well protected and guarded cities in the world but you can just apparently waltz in there if you want (laughs) you know yeah it's it's fine (laughs) yeah it's fine who cares (laughs) come on in yeah (laughs) um and and we meet a, a man named drew who we find out uh was taylor's handler at the beginning of the movie whenever he's undercover mm-hmm. but drew is now shacking up with an android i liked him a lot yeah yeah uh he was really cool and he's the one that like explains like what alfie is exactly right the yeah hours will grow uh as they get older at that <laughs> there's this hilarious a uh, moment where the robots like talking about how they like playing uh the game keep joshua alive <laughs> yeah you know like very funny. i really liked this part for like all the action that comes into play here i think sure. they did a great job of pacing in this little scene yeah i thought the whole movie was paced really well personally yeah i dude i thought this movie flew by personally like i thought this. oh movie- man i thought that first 45 minutes was brutal really oh yeah i really yeah. like so my comparison i wrote down here and and this is for the whole game itself yeah but um the whole like first half of this movie i felt like he was just like where's maya like i was like okay i get it you want to find maya stop talking about it <laughs> yeah that's and called a character motivation he was i got it though we got it. We're good. <laughs> I don't need to say it again. Yeah, That's my but what thing. else is he going to say to people whenever he wants to find his wife? Like More important dialogue? I don't know. Such as? Like, he doesn't care I about anything know. else. I don't know what to tell you, but I just felt like his only dialogue was, where's Maya? And I'm yeah, like, all he right. he doesn't care about anything else. Don't like, be a Witcher character. Move him. along. He was very Witcher, and I was not a fan. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And then he, like, got dialogue, and I was like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Right. I know. I'm being very picky. I don't know why. This movie just didn't land. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't, I don't understand why. Because everything that you're saying is like, yeah, of course, because that's the way movies work. Like, yeah, that's that's how he would be, because that's he has one singular focus. And then later on, whenever he finds out the truth about Alfie, then his focus changes because that's how character growth is, dude. Like, yeah. Of course. That's a well-written character. I I don't know. That he didn't land with me to start. That's all. Yeah. Do you think could it be this actor? Let me ask you I that. think it's part of that. I do. That. Yeah. I do think it's part of that. Like I don't think cuz I he was great don't in the first half. I think he's up for this challenge. The he was up for it in the second half when he had emotional moments to hit. Sure. That was my issue with him. It's that first half that I was like that when I say that all he ever says is he wants his wife, it's because he delivers it the same way every time. It never I'm changes. Like so, so like I'm wondering where like the emotionality comes in, right? Yeah, because if 
you are this character, this Joshua, that every time you ask somebody, where's my wife, that should have a different emotion behind it, whether it's anger or confusion or self-discovery or hope. Yeah. Right? Like every time that you ask, where's my wife, it should have a different emotional impact. He should be getting more desperate as that first half of the as movie. As the movie went. goes on. Yeah. And I never right. felt that in the beginning. And then once he finds the kid, I feel like that does start to hit. Yeah. And maybe that is the sign that he figured out the secret. I mean, that's like half the dialogue with the kid at first, right? Like yeah. until yeah. he finds out that the kid like is his, that's like the whole thing. Yeah, and that's maybe that's it. Maybe it's a another face thing with me. It just didn't work, didn't land. Um, because I have never watched him in a movie. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen him. So I'm coming in fresh eyes on his acting style, what he's able to do and perform like. And and, and maybe it didn't hit. Yeah, and and he's very much like the same in in uh Black Klansman. Like this guy. Okay. He's very stoic and there's a time for stoicism, but this doesn't feel like the character that should be stoic, does it? But he doesn't open stoic at all, right? He has this wife he's getting, he's trying to get out. Like, so if they had opened with him being an asshole, totally makes sense. Got it. Where's my wife? I want her right now. But you don't think right. that, that happens whenever his wife's been dead for five years and then out of nowhere, the military's like, oh, guess what? She's actually alive. The way he talks, I feel like he'd be more emotional about it. Yeah. See, like, this I is think why, he would try to kill himself. Honestly. This is why, uh, like, especially with a movie like this, I feel like a second viewing is almost essential. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because... It's either it's either it's one of two things. Either a, yes. it's so subtle that neither of us connect with it, which I Maybe. can't imagine it is. Or two, it's there in the movie, just hidden in subtext. Yeah, and of course, there's just the third option in that he's not a very good actor. The issue is with I totally agree with you. The issue with that sentiment is most people are not a crazy people and will not go back and see it a second time just to find out, <laughs> you know, right. they're not going to do that. Yeah. They're going to take that opinion they have initially. But and no, and I it. think that most people will just hear the, will will go along with it. Right. You know, because it's a clear motivation, you know, an audience like, that's why I don't mind it because it's a clear motivation. And that I do understand. I get that it's his main motivation. Totally got that. Yeah. But I just felt like he took a weird turn. And it stuck like that for way too long for me. Yeah, I don't think it was a turn. I think that's just who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Everybody dies in this this movie. (laughs) You could say that. Yeah, I was going to. I thought you were going to say just this part. Like, you mean the whole thing? Yeah, (laughs) everybody. Everybody dies in the whole thing, but especially this part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, But it does get so. There there's a really this character really does have some dumb fucking moments, right? Yes. 
right? Yeah. So the whole thing is that he has a tracker on his wife. It's her wedding ring, right? Whatever, man. And it is the <laughs> dude. It is the funniest thing in the world. The fact that he thinks she's still wearing it is ridiculous. It's so wild. It's so stupid. <laughs> We're in the theater, and my brother's like, "Yeah, it's on the ground." <laughs> like, yeah. Like... Even before we get to that, yeah. My brother's like, "Yeah, it's on the ground, dude." Like, it's over. Especially whenever they get the tracker, and the dude's like, "Oh, it's at your old house," you know. Well, because think about it, right? And when it opens, she learns that he was still in on the uh, in on it, right? So she thinks he's against AI still. Yeah. Why would she keep that ring? Right. <laughs> That's not. That's not because she knows it's being tracked. It's because, like, oh, you're my asshole ex-husband. I don't want this ring anymore. Right. Right, <laughs> dude. It was so funny. Yeah. They're like, it's at the house. And he does. And he he's so singularly focused. He can't even be like, oh, well, obviously. I hear you. I know. <laughs> you know oh, by the way, by the way, Vanilla Bear, mm-hmm. I had a private showing of this movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, my theater wasn't as filled as I hoped either. I thought it would have a little bit more hype behind it. Yeah, me and my mom and my brother all watched this alone in a movie theater. We had a private fucking screening. It was amazing. That's awesome. You're right. Wow. What a great time. Yeah. Uh, once again, he obviously <laughs> finds the ring on the ground because, of course, it's yeah. going to be there. Like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> you know. I was tense for a moment that something was going to come out at him, but they didn't do that. Well, eventually it does, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Get ambushed by the the U.S. government again, and uh, <laughs> I feel like Howell is a little too like antsy to label Joshua a war criminal. A little too much, right? But but, yeah. but like this is also that like looking back that she obviously knows all of this. Oh yeah, she's she is the one character that I can believe knows everything. Right. She's well aware of what's going on. Yeah, and, and she if knows anything, I'm happy kid. that we never get a like like Disney villain monologue out of her. Yeah, she just goes about her actions. Yeah, and she's like, "Hell yeah, I do all this." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she's like stoked about it you know dude once again Allison Janney is a gem in this movie oh, she's I great. really liked her <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. great character yeah oh uh, after finding the ring and being ambushed yet again by the US military we actually get a moment uh, where they are <laughs> saved yeah you know? Sorry, I had to laugh. You said yet again, and I'm like, oh, like I described earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what? The the U the US government. Every time the plot had to move along, the US government attacked. Yeah, I dude, because that's the plot. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I like know. that's a problem. I know. It just I don't know. Like they're able to track him because they're the most advanced techno technological country in the world. And then I they think know I where he's them, going. Like, of course. I think like, I wanted them to mount an attack a on their own. Point. Like it's not anything wrong with this movie. 
I just think I I think I just hoped that they had like what did you want attack. like a gorilla to come out and attack them like did you want like <laughs> aliens to show up out of nowhere like what like yeah. you tell me what would be better I just wanted that rant you, know, you <laughs> tell me what would be better I don't know I don't know that's my answer I don't know then what then why you say that I mainly like honestly I mainly wanted them to mount an attack on their own. But in this universe, that's not a thing. So who the U.S. government to no. attack on their own, or the robots that we were told have more heart than people? So of course they wouldn't attack. I know, I know. Do I know. you? I get it. Sure. I don't think you do. I do. I do. <laughs> oh. We have a a group that finally saves us. Uh, led by this dude named Haran, who is a simulant working new agent, played by Ken Watanabe, and he is a welcome presence in this movie. And he was part of the group in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they um uh, at first they first mm -hmm. uh capture uh uh his buddy uh. Andrew and they're the ones yeah. that are like torturing Andrew at first and he's the one and, and yep. Taylor goes over tells him to go and yada 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 right yeah 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 Ken Watanabe by this point definitely knows that Joshua was a was a spy uh and agrees that uh, uh that they all need to be protecting this Elfie so we bring yep. him back to the village uh, this village rules once again just some wonderful bits of world building here. Uh, you get this awesome little boat vehicle that <laughs> that like I was like, what is the point of this? <laughs> like it looks like it has like a mast for a sail. Oh yeah, dude, they were they were cool though. Yeah, they were cool. You know, it was like a metal mast or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was so neat. Oh, yeah. and then that's the same thing with the ships, though. We mentioned that in the beginning. Like all of these creative art things that they designed were so interesting. Yeah, and hilarious that to avoid detection, all Joshua had to do was hang on to some fishing that's under the boat. Yep, that's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. See, Nobody's like gonna to look. me, that's like a point of like complaint, right? Like, I am. Like that's a moment where it's like, okay, like that's all he had to do. I was like, oh, did James Cameron make this movie? Right. Right. <laughs> it did, dude. Yeah. If, if they had like robot whales in this, I would definitely be like, oh, this is Avatar three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, we're at the village. Um, it's not long after this that, uh, that that your boys, your favorite people ever, the United States military, come rolling in. Uh, yeah. But this time, she brought the big guns. She was even Bro. like, "Listen, like we got to fucking do it now." This scene was tight. Yeah, I, I love this is the this one scene. time that this is the one time that Patrick liked the U.S. government attacking a village. 
Well, because they brought that tech, baby. It, it is well-founded because this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I specifically, my note says bomb, robo- bomb robots were great. Oh, the little dude! I was like, I was like, oh my god! You know, fucking uh, fucking Howl for all her hatred of AIs and androids and robots. She sure loves setting them in for suicide bombing, right? Well, it was really cool because they set up the one to almost not go. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit! (laughs) They grew up. They know what's happening. And then he went anyway. (laughs) And you know what, dude? I wish that there was one scene in this, like at the beginning of the movie, where some of the United States soldiers have to be like, yo, like, I don't like attacking these farm villages because it just feels like we're attacking people too. Like, I get that we're attacking androids, but like there are also people there and like you're just telling me to kill yeah. both of them it was a little confusing of a message right? sometimes yeah yeah and I, you know it, women children are... kids like the one that goes into that hut there's clearly women there and stuff and wives and they're running and trying not to get blown up I'm like yeah. are they all okay with that i guess and it just it, well you know what dude it just reminds me of um the Albigensian Crusade, a historical event that I know that you have uh, a lot of experience with. So please sure. tell the audience yeah. the famous thing about the uh, Albigensian Crusade. Patrick. I would just say what you would say. So you're probably better off doing it. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know you, and I know that you would inform the people. Yeah, um, I would. I would love to, but you should do it this time. Yeah. So so. <laughs> There's a the 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 French uh, a French town uh ha, was being invaded upon by the uh, French Catholics. Uh the this uh, it's also called the the uh, Cathar or the Cathar crusade. Uh it ha- it's happening in France and so this village has Catholics in it but it also has this uh small religion uh called the Catans. And so these generals, they don't know what to do because this village is equal parts uh, barbarian and equal parts Christian, right? And so the famous command was given. Kill them all. Let God sort them out. And that's all I could think while watching this scene right here. We don't know which one's yeah. which. So we're just going to kill everybody. And if you're a robot, great. If you're a person, oh well. Yeah. You know? It was brutal. It was fucking brutal. Whenever the second <laughs> uh, suicide bomber goes in there, it is actually stopped uh, by Alfie. But Alfie is fucking shot, dude. Yeah. No fear. <laughs> I was like, like, we're killing that kid. <laughs> dude, I was like, dude, Patrick loves this part. It was great. <laughs> no fucks yeah. given. This kid was in the way. Gotta Fucked go. Up. <laughs> you know, uh, but Taylor and comes I out do to not, actually rescue Let me just Alfie. say, I do not 
want that to happen in real life. But on a movie screen, give me all the goods. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what, yeah. dude. And I'll tell you this uh, uh, spoiler alert in about for the next 40 seconds of Saw 10. Uh, dude, they put a fucking kid in a Saw trap in this one. Love it. It's amazing. Love it. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Put a in it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Taylor comes out to rescue Alfie, which signals to the other robots that, hey, maybe Taylor isn't so bad. Maybe this dude's got something to him, right? Uh, yeah. It's so an they part. rush around and they get them on another boat. And this time they're like, fuck it. We got to go to where Nermod is, where the creator is, because that's the only place that we can patch up Alfie. On the way over, this is whenever Ken Watanabe gives the, you know, the, he gives all the big details, right? What? That United States warhead, guess what? That was human error, not fucking robots. Uh, two, by the way, your wife is in a coma. Oops. Number three, she may have lost her baby, but Alfie's actually your baby if you think about it, because it is based off of an embryo of you and her as baby. So guess what? Four, you are its father. <laughs> Why do you have to make me so angry and point out that all of this could have been divvied out during the movie dude when he hits him all with it at once i was like no way (laughs) no way no way (laughs) patrick yeah there wasn't a single way that they could have put all that information sporadically (laughs) you know no, not at all. Never ever could that have come up. <laughs> they have to have they have to have Ken Exposition Master Watanabe come in and just say it all. Dude. Like what if they found the ring, right? And for some reason when they scan the ring, they find data on it and it tells him things. Like, I don't know. It's a sci-fi movie. Make it up. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's a sci-fi movie. Well, Use dude, the ring. Like, whenever so so there's a moment early in the movie whenever Hal's talking to uh, Joshua and she's like, hey, you know, there were Neanderthals. And Neanderthals were actually pretty cool, but we ended up killing them because we're better. We're a better species. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Good old Darwinism. Well, I thought that it would reveal later on that she's like that she reveals that, no, we purposefully framed the robots to nuking that warhead because we figure that they're going to kill us anyways. So we got to strike them first. But it made sense. She's the one that should have fucking delivered that info. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Cause now there. there's a sequel, dude, you know that there's going to be a reveal that the humans were behind it the whole time. And I, I feel like that's what they're going to go for. Yeah. You I know? mean, that's and clearly I, where it's setting up to, right? Yeah, and I and I don't and I know it ended, but there's more to tell. There's clearly oh, more this to tell. Move, there's no way that he doesn't have a sequel idea for yeah. this with the way it ended. There's no way. There's yeah. no way. Um, and I'm here for it because I thought this movie rolled. I mean, I'd see it. It was beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just for that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, the fact that all of that happens in one conversation, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See, this movie I feel like is so good without that 
like without all of that in it. Like this movie is already good enough without all of that. I hear you. I got you. So, oh, also, sorry, number five, also learns fifth big thing. Uh, Maya was the Nermada the whole time. Guess what? You were married to her for fucking five years and had no idea. What? How did you not know? How dude? could you not have figured that? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> God World's damn it. Cool thing man. about that. Cool thing about that name and the definition in Japanese. Uh, Steve thinks I was overthinking it. That game that I'm going to give you when you visit me for my wedding week near Automata. That name now makes sense. <laughs> that okay. name now makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> near yeah. Automata with near Mata. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah. All right. It clicks now. I get sure. why it's called that because all these things were created by whatever it was. Right. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that, that word is just so cool. It's a cool word. <laughs> We finally have the reunification of Joshua and his wife, uh, their kids there with them. Uh, and we get a little bit of like Isomoff in this, right? Where yeah. uh, one of the robots tells him that we can't pull her plug because it's in our programming that we can't harm her. Right. Right. So he does it. Uh, and when he does it, Hal's there um, and she wants uh, uh, Alfie to be handed over but Josh isn't doing that uh, man the, the, and, and this is the thing dude Alfie uh, uh, Howell gets shot with a remote like mind thing and Alfie goes to stop it Alfie knows that this woman is here to abduct her yeah and is still willing to help her. This is that message that we got nearly an hour and a half ago of robots have more heart. Well, it's, you know, we kind of skipped over a couple of the big lines, right? But the line on the bus when he says how he's not going to go to heaven. Because he's not a good person. Right. And she says she's not going to go to heaven because... But she She's also says that her mom is in heaven. Right. And where are all three of them? Together. Yeah. They made it. Yeah. Right. Unwittingly, this is their heaven. All yep. of them being together in some way. Yeah. Right. Earlier in the movie, we got a brief scene. Um, this really awesome thing where, like, if somebody's dead, you could, like, hook their brain up to like this like computer crazy chip. this traveling like yeah traveling microchip thing that reanimates yeah. them right. it's awesome. wild uh, they put it around uh, uh maya's head and gets her chip so uh and she's freshly dead even though she's been in a coma for five years so well whatever. that's important because the first time they do it they do smartly mention that he's been dead for too long to get a lot of time out of right but whenever you're in a coma you're already brain dead that you know what you're right that's fair yeah so like that's whatever true like, oh you make a fair point that yeah doesn't, yeah I, you'd probably be at level zero there yeah believe me i totally understand that 
And I thought that at first too, but then like an hour later, yeah. you I got was like, me. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Okay. But hey, well, I don't know. How, I don't I know. Like. I don't know how that works. So yeah, maybe right? there's a coma protocol in there, right? <laughs> well, your brain's still firing, from what I understand. But right. Uh, I don't know how so long. Maybe you get. hold up. So maybe that's why. So so. You know, so maybe that's why it takes her so long to wake up because the other guy woke yeah. up immediately. True, true. Yeah. That's got to be it. In yeah. my head, canon, that's it now. That's okay. just why it took her so long to wake up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we got the brain chip, but however, uh, we finally get out and back with the United States military. My brother and I were laughing because they're like, you're a hero. You killed Nirmada. And you got us the weapon, and we were like, "I guess that's true." Uh, yeah. Well, I, the the first guy makes it clear that like we're gonna say that's what happened, right? Right. We're gonna cover up for you because you did a good thing here. Yeah. Um. And then the next couple of people like feel like they actually see it that that way, where they've almost yeah. been conditioned to believe that he was on the inside the whole time. Yeah. Maybe she says that to cover her own ass, right? Instead of knowing. Be, right? Yeah, instead of like having a rogue agent out there, she's probably like, no, he's out there. He's taking care yeah, of it. Yeah, he's actually on our side. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Which for her character, that does make sense. But that's also us projecting on a character. So. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because earlier in the movie, she even says, like, we got a rogue agent out there to, to yeah. you know, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, the more we're talking about this, the more I'm leaning on your side that this could have gone through another one or two rewrites. Yeah. Yeah. It while the action, I think while the action and overall storyline, I think, are really airtight and really well presented, it's the actual dialogue of this movie that's like, wait a second, what's going on now? It lost me, man. I'm honest. I'm like being honest with you. Like it did lose me in spots where I got very confused. Yeah, I never got confused. But, it never lost me. Uh, but yeah. talking about it, I could see how it could be uh, edited better. Yeah. 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 Uh, this last portion of the movie is exactly whenever I'm like, wait a second, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> right? And it was... this is especially when I felt like I needed to watch this movie a second time to figure out if there's even one bit of like newsreel or related dialogue where somebody mentions that there are commercial flights to the moon. There are. Was there this are. dope? Was this dope? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I, I, it's probably just something that, I don't know. I feel like that would have been a cool intro thing to like show people traveling around space. Well, I don't like, know. That would have helped. Like, with, you know, he's, he's working in that debris field in LA. Even if his, even if somebody that he's working with is like, Oh yeah, I got uh, tickets to go into the moon next week. Yeah. Something like that. A small dialogue. Yeah. Uh, because this all felt really out of nowhere and packed on. But I also want to point out, that they got on there pretty easily. No problem with that, though, because the way that they got on there, they have to scan their cards. And 
Elfie can control electronics, so true. she can just make things work for them. That's no problem. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I hand waved away a lot of their traveling is like Elfie has that ability, right? Yeah. But that's using it too much for you, right? It just felt easy a lot. Like I would have liked like a fun little like persuasion moment. <laughs> oh, those dialogue trees. <laughs> yeah, like something like that where he like maybe tried first and then maybe like Alfie was just like, all right, we don't have time for this. Like, but they do just... because at first uh, it flashes red and then it asks them why they're going to the moon and Joshua freezes oh. up. He can't come up with a reason why they're going to the moon. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then Elfie holds up her hand and says, we want to be free. And the machine's like, shit, me fucking too, man. Yeah, go on through. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah I get it. <laughs> you know? uh, well, I want I to say about her, though, because uh, I only watched one review of this movie and it was like six minutes long. So there's really nothing I could take from it. It was the general, like this guy liked it or didn't like it type of thing. Right. And, um, he talked about her because I was already of the opinion that like, she was the heart of this movie. This, this kid actor, she was just amazing. And I was like, where is she from? This is her only movie. Yep. I'm sure you were going to bring that up later, but I feel like this is a good spot to bring it up because this is when she saves the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is her, this is her save the day moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. A- she's actually, so good in this movie. Yeah, actually, <laughs> one of two I feel like notable characters that don't have a Wikipedia page in this movie. Not only her, but like the main like AI police replicant. Yeah. Right. That, that. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He also doesn't has a, have a Wikipedia. Oh. Okay. How about it? She will. Right? She definitely oh, will. And, dude, this movie, like, what a fucking. She's gonna skyrocket. You kidding wow. me? Wow. <laughs> Bet like incredible. Incredible. Like, dude, she is outperforming the lead in this movie. You know, constantly, dude. The first time she cries, that hit yeah. me real hard. Yeah. One because the movie wants it to. It's an android crying. Yeah. And two because she's really good at it. Well, and then right here, whenever they're like, um, whenever she's all strapped up and she asks him one final time, "Am I going to go to heaven?" Yeah. Yep. You know, man. Uh, so they board this plane, and you know, Alvin does control everything, and this is what I mean by like this is like. This is why you have a character like that, because there's yeah. no other way to commandeer this plane. <laughs> Fair. I'm coming yeah. around. You're com- you're bringing me around to the the power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get me. Listen, you, dude. Could you imagine if they went the other way? They had Joshua fucking take control of the plane by force. <laughs> Like the fucking Taliban, yeah. you know? Yeah. True. So they take the plane and they are able to take it up to Nomad, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the pair split off as Alfie goes to take uh, to the control room, whereas 
uh, uh, Taylor is going to plant some bombs on the missile silo that's on the Nomad. Yep, and she is so cute running around this spaceship. Dude, and I thought it was hilarious <laughs> that nobody was trying to stop her. Well, if that's well, even the ones that were right, she would just be like, "Button door closes, <laughs> you're screwed." Like, <laughs> and it was just so funny how she was like so nonchalantly stopping it was like, just like bugs bunny basically yeah. you know what i mean yeah <laughs> um, um, it finds their way to the control panel which is like i was like this is the most sci-fi control panel i've ever seen in my life <laughs> you know it's yeah. a giant holographic map <laughs> yeah you know you just have to sit in the middle and, and you can control it it's wild they should make every actor that has to like use those for those big moments at the end of them do an interview that have to explain like how that worked. Yeah. In that universe, how did what buttons did you press that made it do the things that it did? Well, I'd love to know. It reminds me of uh, uh so Harrison Ford, whenever you know, in the first Star Wars movie is Han Solo flying the Millennium Falcon. And he asked George Lucas, like, how how does the Millennium Falcon fly? And George Lucas is just like, I, I do it, whatever. You know, <laughs> like he didn't even direct him. <laughs> it's like just pull some buttons, hit yeah, some things. And so, that's and how so it flies. Han Solo like does that, and now that's like the basis of how all ships work. In it's Star ridiculous. Wars. You can make it look somewhat realistic, but they're like, no, let's just put a million buttons. Yeah, and just like fine. press them, turn them, and then move the shaft, and you're in light. Speed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, how funny yeah. is that, dude? <laughs> uh, uh, Taylor, on the other hand, is uh, uh, putting all the bombs on the well, one specific bomb uh, on the missile silo when the bad guy general, who is as a cartoon character as you could possibly have as a villain. <laughs> yeah right yeah you know he's like watch all the rockets kill them all (laughs) you know yeah he literally just ordered like nomad airstrikes like in so many civilian territories in new age just mass genocide all of them this guy is way worse than the ai right yeah yeah uh they this was everything. great, great work though. Huh? With the CGI and stuff. This scene was great work. Oh, well, the CGI in this movie is just like this one in particular, though, like to see him up in the air like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Holding on for dear life and all this stuff. Like I felt that tension, even yeah. though I know it's fake, right? Like, the entire this time felt he's real. like repeating to himself, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall, yeah. don't slip, don't fall. You know. <laughs> Yeah. very very comedic as well right yeah this part yeah it was weird like some for some reason at the end they threw in these comedic moments yeah and this big operatic like blow shit up time i'm like okay <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it let's yeah. do that <laughs> Uh, they get the timed explosives ready, and alfie has the nomad ship like already offline all they have to do is now escape in one of the few remaining escape pods. And they're both on their way there when Alfie finds a room full of Mayas. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's all 
Like this was the the worthy twist to me of this movie. Oh yeah. Right. In that great. the United States government doesn't want any AIs around unless if that AI is of their creator. Right. You know, they have a whole room of them waiting for that chip that Hal wanted to get from from Maya. It was great. This was a worthy twist to me. Mm-hmm. Loved right? it. Yep. It was a cool change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One that I wish that she was there to like extrapolate on. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been cool. <laughs> because does she know about it? Right. Or is that just right? her? Or was that just her objective? Like, did they just tell right. her, hey, make sure that you get this? Yeah. Like, yeah. who knows? <laughs> if there is a sequel, she there's more of those on Earth, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think she's in different towns, buttering yeah. them up for oh, whatever's yeah. coming, oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's oh, yeah. She's a weapon for them. And <laughs> so... They are getting to the escape pod, and there's one final test. Yeah. What'd you think of the giant robot octopus? Why? Why? At no point in this movie was there anything like this. Oh, my God. I loved it. It was cool, but I I wish, like, what if, like, Maybe the bomb things happened in an earlier one, and then maybe that last one, one of those fuckers came out, right? I loved the sheer ridiculousness of this. Oh, yeah, they totally went off the radar on that one, completely. I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) But even though this, just like the mood trips, is something that should have been set up earlier in the movie. Yeah. No, like I, you have no idea they have this kind of ability, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I kind of wish there was. It's not that I wish they had introduced her earlier. They just that could have been the last one. But have cooler shit earlier, so we can see that there's different technology being built around it. Right. It doesn't right, have right. to be that one necessarily, but like maybe mini ones of those. But like right? that, that's like. Is there one of those things like at every escape hatch? We don't know. <laughs> we right? don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. What is it even? I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird thing to throw into a movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, however, they're able to defeat that barely an inconvenience. No problem <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> you got to make me laugh with the barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Uh, and God Elfie and Taylor have a very emotional goodbye. This is whenever Elfie, you know, your whole thing was whenever she was crying the first time. This was like really big for me. I was like, wow, was great. this kid is like absolutely murdering this role. Oh, like, man. It feels real. <laughs> so feels real. so real. And finally, finally. We get some fucking emotion out of our main main protagonist. Yeah. You know, and, and yep. it's, it's just such a 
worthy ending to a movie right now as Alfie goes away. We actually see from her point of view the the nomad spaceship. And then we get a brief scene of, you know, Alfie earlier in the movie tried to uh, pull out one of the Maya robots and try to reboot her. Uh, and if she didn't yep. do that, by the way, her and Taylor would have been able to get to that escape pod at the same time and, and would have both been saved. But because she tried to save her mother, uh, yep. that didn't happen. What, you know what, dude? Like, I fucking hate contrivances like that in a climax of a movie. Yeah. I hate that. I get why. I do. It didn't have... They, they could have still made it out, but my issue is not that. It's that somehow he survives whatever happens on that ship when he's stuck on there. What? How did he survive? He doesn't. So that last part's a dream? No, 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 no. Because no, Alfie drags Maya into like they have like a weed growing operation <laughs> on yeah. the nomad. Didn't the nomad blow up though? That was how I understood it. Yeah, so they have this like weed growing up in the on the nomad. Alfie drags Maya into that for some reason. That's where she wants to reboot Maya. And then after Alfie leaves, uh Taylor is just like wandering the nomad until it explodes and runs into oh, the weed. I, field. I read it like the nomad had already exploded. So when they did that, oh, little the explosion moment. happens after that. Okay. I yeah. totally missed that. It made yeah, no the, sense the to me. Explosion happens okay. after they like they kiss and then it explodes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he does it. He dies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes way more sense. I don't know why, for some reason, in my brain, I was twisting that, but yeah. I was like, I don't understand. Well, maybe probably <laughs> because by this point, there's been so many moments where it's like he escaped in a way that he shouldn't have been able to escape yeah. in. And so you just figured he did it again, you know? Yeah. I, that's probably what it was. I was like, Oh, yeah. he lived. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know? Yeah. Oh, so he I guess he again. won't. I was like, Oh, I guess he's back for the sequel. Right. <laughs> but uh, to yeah. the point, this movie ends, right. And it feels very much like there's more to tell here. Well, everybody's uh, uh, cheering and celebrating and yeah. Elfie gives a big smile. Yeah, then credits roll. And I agree with you. Like, this was a ending that is very sequel baby. Just that one room alone makes a yeah. sequel viable. Yeah, well, and then that's the other thing, right? Like, the our main bad guy American general is still up and around. Like, the war yeah. against AI, if anything, is only going to be just starting because their biggest weapon against the AI, the Nomad, is now taken down. This is like the Death Star being yeah. destroyed at the end of A yeah. New Hope. Yep. So you we know, know what they were going for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this had that DNA all over it from the start. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, I did get did not get a chance to show you this yet. So because... Did you get a chance to see the one in IMAX? No. When do you get in for the wedding? Uh, the 13th we were driving. The Friday? Yeah. What time? 
I mean, we're driving in, dude. I don't know. We're oh, okay. at like eight. Okay. Never mind. I want to try. I wanted to try and see the IMAX movie with you while you were here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they gave me a pin for seeing it in IMAX. Oh! And I have one for you because Steve doesn't care. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's cool, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like a cool arts, like a cool pencil <laughs> sketch. Yeah. Um, I will say this, that Edwards did, uh, in, in regards to the ending, did say, quote, uh, I, I, I was like my endings. My favorite part of the story is the end. My favorite part of a joke is the punchline. And so I just want it to be the self-contained thing. So, I mean, it's a high-class problem. If someone ever came up and said, we want a sequel, That'd be a really good problem to have, but that is not the plan. That is such bullshit. It's he's lying through his teeth, right. dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't show that room full of Mayas at the end and not have another idea already in the right. canon. Get out. Yeah. He probably wrote it already. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Liar. I don't like liars that lie. <laughs> Stupid. Listen, Vanilla I know that you had uh, bare minimum mixed feelings about this movie. Yeah. Uh, this was an experience to me. Yeah. This, I felt like this is a movie that is special in 2023. This is a... And, and by that, I mean, like, like Oppenheimer is a special movie, right? But Oppenheimer mm -hmm. can be released anytime, any year, and the exact same impact and messaging would be had at any other time. Yeah. Creator is not that. The creator is a movie that only can be put out to have its maximum usage and message and themes. In 2023, yes. this is the perfect movie of this year, especially with all of this. Half of the Writers Guild's problem in Hollywood was the use of AI to generate stories and scripts. Yeah. And that's also part of the sag after strike is the idea that they're going to be scanning people and putting them as AI creations into movies and TV shows. Like this yeah. is a movie for right fucking now. And I think that thematically, moralistically, this movie nails it on so many levels. This I is, definitely agree. It's important. This is. Yeah. This is the movie to see this year because it's that important to see this year. It's a very important message. Yeah. Right. It's showing you. And like I said, I really believe these things could happen in 30 years. Yeah. This is like what if the government brought this dude into a room and said, how do you see the world in 30 years? This is it. Well, this, it I can like see this happening. <laughs> well, it feels like they were that they brought him into a room and was like, okay, make the Terminator Skynet war, but don't use any of those words. Right. Right? 
Sure. Yeah. You know, because that's what it is. I mean, literally, yeah. that's what happened in Terminator. Yeah. Well, because think about it, right? It's the way they do it. And I find it interesting is that they don't really use a lot of like the extra ships, right? The Nomad is your main enemy. Yeah. It's a lot of money, a lot of resources put into one thing, but that's so ominous, you can't get there. Yeah, because it's so high up. So they can afford the government to spend that much money on one thing. Yeah. And, and it get took away 10 years it. to build. Right. Like, there is a world where our government says, how do we make that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's scary to me. <laughs> I'll sure. be honest. Like oh, I yeah. felt that fear watching the movie of like, they could do that pretty easily one day. Yeah. They fly planes already. Especially, like, especially if they perceive something as that much of a threat. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, unbelievable that this movie was made for $80 million because it looks like it was made for, like you said, $150 million. Yeah. Um, I loved this movie. I loved this movie. This is, I, I have a feeling that Barbie is going to be like the weird best picture nominee this year. Yeah. Um, but if it isn't, this one will be nominated. Yeah. I have a feeling I that could still see this up there with it though. We're either going to have Barbie or the creator as a best picture nomination. We're not gonna get both, I feel. Why not? I just what else do I we have? Think- I don't think that the cat dude, there's like so many indie movies and movies that they hold off to release until this time of year. We'll see. I don't know. know. There's we'll a couple get, we'll coming, get some, but... some low budget BS movies that'll, that'll sneak their way in there. Yeah. This was an extra big conversation for us on this one we're actually talking for longer than the movie was huh yeah yes yes which i don't mind the length it was fine no 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 (laughs) and and listen people just so y'all know vanilla is my very best friend and the love of my life okay like yeah he knows I get I get excited he knows to (laughs) never take anything that i say personally no, never. <laughs> okay, calm down out there if you think that I'm being mean. All right. <laughs> no, I was extra mean for some reason on this one. I don't know. It just didn't land with me. It happens. It happens. Yeah. And we, you know, just, you know, between the small moments, I wasn't even really going to bring it up. But since you kind of brought it up, you kind of made a point of like maybe the highs weren't matched as much by the lows. And that's yeah. maybe why I noticed things more. Yeah, and that's okay. It happens. There are some high highs in this movie. Yeah, yeah, which is a credit. Yeah, happy for it. Absolutely. Uh, Vanilla Bear. If people liked our breakdown of this movie, there is a very special way that they can help us out. How is that? Tell your friends and family to take a listen to us. Leave us a review. Let us know how you like our show and what you want us to cover. If you like our coverage of sci-fi topics, which you've done a couple, send us some more. Send us ones that maybe you really like that maybe are outside of the norm I might not have heard of. We'd love to talk about it. 
Reach us at forestfilmclub22gmail.com, anywhere where your podcasts are going to be, Spotify, Google at this point as well. Uh, so we're, we're a little everywhere. And as he mentioned before, wordpress.com, Forest Film Club. We have our opinions can be wrong, and we want to hear your opinion. And I will expressly state how they are wrong. That goes both ways. <laughs> Listen, Vanilla Bear, I have some questions for you. Love them. Oh, Did boy. you space theme them this time? Oh, sure. Yeah, I can space theme these. Easy. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla Bear. From this movie, who would you most want to see stranded on Pandora, the fictional planet of Avatar? <laughs> Make it in a frayed style. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I wasn't going to go with the hot character, but I think I want Maya because I want our main guy to find her and it to cause a stir in the village. Ooh. I want some relationship drama. Yeah. I like that, especially because if it's like Robo Maya, then she doesn't need like mm. one of those oxygen breathers. She can just be out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh-huh. She knows yeah. what she's doing. <laughs> I'm going with uh I'm going with uh I'm gonna go with the duo. I'm gonna go with uh um our girl Allison Jenny and her main soldier guy. Yeah, he was cool. He looked cool. Yeah, I just think that they'd be able to like actually survive out there for a while. I think they I I think they'd survive for a very long time. Hey, what would you tell you if I told you that the original casting idea for that role was Danny McBride? Oh god, don't do that. Sorry. Uh <laughs> was it? I think so. I remember reading that Danny McBride was uh in negotiations to be in the movie and i can't imagine what other character he would have been if he was drew maybe i could see that oh huh i could see a drew type character oh yeah i bet you he'd actually be pretty funny and good at yeah. that yeah yeah he would have brought some humor yeah absolutely yeah. yeah maybe you're right maybe that's the one uh out of this movie vanilla bear who would you most want to see fight one-on-one -on -one? A T-800. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, just so you guys remember, uh, that is the Arnold Schwarzenegger version of the Terminator. Um, I think I'm going to go with um, Wakanabe. Oh, right. Because I would just want to see him get peppered with shots and be like, I'm still coming, bitch. Oh, I'm still. <laughs> he, he, he punches a hole through him and I'm still standing. Yeah. Starts my other one was gonna be the the AI that hangs out with them a lot. Oh yeah, just for funsies, AI versus AI. But like, you know, we don't need that. How many? <laughs> uh, how many Ken Watanabe's from this movie do you think it would take to bring down a T eight hundred? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question, huh? Let me just ask you this: over under four? Over. Over. I was already like. Got into like an eight double in my head, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, I, I hear you because T800s are very adaptable, yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like that's the fucking choice here, right? Because that's easily the baddest ass robot on this list. Um, though yeah. I will say that I would also be interested to see how many of those suicide bomb vests that the T-800 could Ooh. survive in a row. Do you think he'd be able to stop them before they went off, though? See, that's the thing. I don't know if he would stop it or if he would just face the explosion. Maybe. Right. Good theory. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Right. We'll never know. Maybe we will. Maybe that'll be his theme for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we got to be doing this robo battle royal, right? Right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And finally, Vanilla Bear. Yeah. Who would be replaced by our boy, the patron saint, David Batista? But you so, cannot, you cannot just put that he'd be a random replicant in there. No, no, because I don't think he goes in this movie. He goes in the sequel, oh. and he's he's the leader of the AI army. Oh, is he a robot though? Yeah, he's a robot with the whole like spinny thing going on. In See, his head. I feel like I kind of like it more if he's a human who's leading the robot army. That's fine too. I can yeah. live with it, but. I don't I think he's he's a great character for the we have to do this and I have to lead you but I don't want to yes right I love that yeah the best leaders don't want to be leaders in a situation like that yeah yeah because the robots so, don't want to fight but right. like somebody has to fits. talk sense into them that you have to fight yeah like this is the time yeah 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 I like that idea I like that yeah uh, I, I'm going to make him the, uh, I would make him the, the police robots. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Although in your version, would it just be clones of him? Because that's what I would do. Oh, absolutely. There, you would yeah. need no other police images. It would just yeah. be badass Batista coming in. All the time. Batista <laughs> yeah. everywhere, all the time. Yep. <laughs> and finally, Vanilla Bear. I have one special question for you. Okay. And that is, what other sci-fi franchise is this a secret installment of? <laughs> okay. Ooh. Like, is this something he's talked about? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in is your just, mind, okay. in your mind, what is the best movie or or mm. anything that you're like oh this could easily be slotted into that series oh right i don't know i feel because like we talked about most of them mine would definitely be would be like terminator right because terminator has the robots that also look like human beings that also act like human beings and uh, they are Judgment Day in in T two is a series of nuclear bomb strikes that are committed into humanity from the robots. Okay, I I don't have a good answer for you. I wish I did. I don't know because I think yours makes sense. I'd lead that way. I think uh, the other one would be Star 
Wars, but I think we exhausted the obvious references that they're making to Star Wars. Well, also, I was like, well, because in Star Wars, there's a small thing where, like, the droids are slaves, right? Droids are slaves in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. They are sentient beings that have no rights and no representation in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And so that's something that my brother and I were talking about in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honest to God? This is, I bring this back to my favorite video game. I do. I think it's, if you ever give if you ever get a chance to play it, it's literally this. All right. Because <laughs> um, it is the Do you want to actually of, say what that video game is instead of being cryptic for the I, audience? I mentioned it earlier, near Automata. There we go. Uh, because... It has a lot to do with that, right? There's a big explosion. There's these uh, ships that are mysterious. Uh, they send these android robots down to police things. Like it has all the same elements, and it sends very similar messages, which is sure. what kept me very interested throughout the plot that it was telling. Yeah, um, and, and I'm learning that for some reason AI is probably my favorite sci-fi to watch. Oh yeah. Just AI in general, like any topics in that space. Like even Megan, for as much as it wasn't my favorite movie, what it tries to tackle within a family universe was kind of cool. Yeah, sure. Uh so yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh what would you what would you give this movie? I'd go 72. Okay. I'd give this like high 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give this like 87, 88. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't hit all the way for me. I just felt like there was low parts that yeah. took yeah, me where, out of it. Whereas I felt that those that those low parts set up the the high parts even better. Like I yeah. I I did not feel any of that boredom that you did at the beginning of this movie. I just didn't. Yeah, and that's hard to it's hard to recover when you're bored in the beginning. Oh yeah, you know. It's, oh yeah, it's just one. It's just a per. So it's a personal preference thing. But when no, you're already honestly, bored, yeah, better than the other way though, right? Like, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. But at least it ended on a really good note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. You know how much we hate watching a movie that starts good and then it the ending happens. You're like, well, well that what was a the thing. Fuck was this? <laughs> yeah. Well, that happened. <laughs> yeah listen vanilla bear thank you so much for talking all this time with me i really appreciate it cub and cubettes Mm -hmm. out there follow us at forest film clubs on anything get an email to us at forestfilmclub club 22 at gmail.com this has been the creator directed and written by gareth edwards uh just came out very recently so really happy to have this on there so quick over there has been the vanilla bear patrick thanks for having me man it was a good time absolutely absolutely do you do you have one this time yeah i'm just gonna go with hashtag coptista I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't know, you should know. This has been your Chocolate Bear Mundo. This has been the creator on the Forest Film Club. And as always, we will see you next time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>